we're laying on our stomachs in the middle of this field with nothing around us. My dad goes, okay, Jessica, don't freak out, but they're going to come. They might walk on you. And I'll never forget seeing these two turkey legs right by my face walking by. And I'm just thinking, <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, that man. the experience ever. And yeah, they didn't even know we were there. They just walked on by and kept moving, and then we scooted back to where we were sitting. Um, Camel boots on my feet, bow in my hand, walking in the early dawn to climb up. Hornady presents... American Roots Outdoors Radio with Alex Rutledge and his friends. I'm the Red Bull Mike Crates. Wayne Locks with me in the studio. And we've got Alex on the line. Alex Rutledge, what in the world's going on? Well, Red Bone, I apologize for not being in the studio with you. I had to work late this evening. We had an emergency job come up, and uh, we got to leave in the morning and go to work at St. Genevieve, Missouri, at Lafarge Wholesome Plant up there, cement plant. Okay. But I'm talking from my beautiful home as I'm talking to you. I'm watching about 17 deer eat as I'm talking to you right now. Really? Any of them bucks? One little bitty buck. He's a spike buck, a yearling. And the rest of them are does and fawns. They're all within 50 yards of me. 50 oh, wow. Yards. Yeah, he says does and fawns. There's a booner in there, and he just ain't telling nobody <laughs> about it. <laughs> well, but you hey, know, that seems got... to be the rule, isn't it? It doesn't matter who you ask. They go, oh, yeah, I got some deer in a field out behind the house. Hey, any good ones? No. Nah. Nah. <laughs> well, you know, Redbone, we're so blessed to live in a country like we live in here in Wayne, you know, and to do what we do, the freedoms that we have as Americans. And it's important that we continue these freedoms. And we do that by the way we vote and by the way we live. And that being said, we need to all vote right this coming November. And uh, we're not going to tell you how to vote, but you know how to vote if you want your freedom. And that being said, we've got a great show lined up for everybody. And the show is going to be on food plotting a little bit more this first segment. And we got a special guest. Wayne, tell us about our special guest. Uh, we have a young lady that is uh, from Kansas that has developed an organization. She created an organization to help empower women getting into the outdoors who maybe have never done it before. Uh, so it's going to be real nice talking to her. Uh, Jessica White is her name, and uh, she's excited to be on. We're excited to have her, and I know it's going to be a great show. Yeah, you know, one of the things I, I went to her website today, I was kind of looking around. One mm-hmm. of the things I think is really cool, Alex, is it's not just hunting or fishing, it's all aspects of the outdoors. I, I noticed they do uh, uh, they do classes on uh, cooking in the big iron kettles. Yeah. And, and just all kinds of different things that uh, help women uh, feel like they belong in the outdoors. And I think it's really a cool organization. Well, I do, too, after researching her. Yeah, and, and I'm all about recruiting new hunters, and it seems like, Wayne, Redbone, that the big movement is women hunters right now. That's the fastest-growing category in the outdoor industry is women hunters. Yeah, for the last five years, women hunters have out, outpaced men hunter by over 50%. You know, I, mean, I think it's a good thing, but also it's a bad thing because we need to be getting our youth. The youth needs to be the, the fastest demographic. Wouldn't you agree? I would agree with that, and I think that will follow the women. I mean, and you know, in, in this day and age, sadly enough, there are a lot of uh, moms, single moms that are raising kids. So if mom gets involved in the outdoors, then the kids are going to get involved in the outdoors. So I think maybe that is a one will follow the other kind of a deal. Yeah, we'll probably see a big change over the next five years of who's getting involved and how the kids are following suit then. 
Yeah, I, I agree. I, I think, you know, and I'm going to touch on something here. I think the industry as a whole is good for outdoors people. But I think uh, also some of the industry has lost focus. And I don't mean to be negative, but they've lost focus on what's really important to help this growth. And uh, some of the companies, and, and I'm not naming them, but their main focus is to make money. And they've lost the focus of sending the right message to recruit these new hunters. Wouldn't you all agree? Yeah, I would, I would somewhat, and I, and I think when you're talking about uh, you know the, uh, uh, the the TV shows that are out there and some of those things, you know they want to they want to concentrate on who can kill the biggest buck or who can kill the biggest turkey and have the longest spurs and uh, you know who can kill the most deer in a year and those kind of things or who can go to the re- most remote location or the most exotic location and and kill animals and and uh, uh, but there's the other side of that, Alex, is that's what's driving the ratings. For those well, particular TV like, shows. Um, so it's kind of a catch-22. What it does, it causes envy and makes somebody, well, man, I wish I had the money to do that. You know, which creates sure. interest. But I think I've got a challenge for all of our listeners out there. We're going to talk on Food Plot here just a little bit. But here's a challenge for all of our listeners that's doing TV. Listen who can recruit the most young hunters. How about that to all the industry? Who can recruit the most young hunters into the industry? That's a challenge for everybody. Yeah, and I think that's a good challenge, and and you know, but uh, in the end, and I'm not disagreeing with you because I think you're absolutely right, Alex. But in the end, it's the almighty dollar that talks. Redbone, Wayne, your thoughts. Well, I'm <clears throat> excuse me. I'm going to say that we kind of touched base on this last week. We're talking about the TV shows and with the food plots. People watch these TV shows and are thinking, man, if I don't have a hundred fifty thousand dollar combine tractor and I don't have yeah. a cultivator that costs you know eighty thousand dollars, I'm never going to be able to you know put a food plot in. And you know, we touch base on that. That. Don't look at what you're seeing on these shows that this is the equipment you have to have. If you have a backpack, a shovel, and a rake, you can get a food plot to put in. Yeah, and we talked a lot about that last week, especially, you know, for your small food plots. And, and I'm not disagreeing with you guys, but, but ultimately when it gets down to business, and that's what being on TV is a business, mm-hmm. uh, it's what's selling the advertising and, and what's making the money. So, uh, you know, I'm not saying that's right, but that's kind of, you know, to be the devil's advocate, that's what's driving that kind of thing. And the cost of the shows now, to get on a TV show is ridiculous. Oh, unbelievable. Yeah. Hey, I, I, excuse me for changing the subject. I'm staying here on my back patio watching these deer and my hen's pet chicken. She calls her sissy. And my dog Coco standing at the door wanting in. And Linda Bird just come out of the garden with her shirt plumb full of ripe tomatoes and cucumbers. Oh, you man. tell me I'm living right to see this. My beautiful wife, Linda Bird. Wow. So you're still getting tomatoes? My tomatoes burned up three weeks ago. Oh, man. We're getting hmm. a lot. Of, how many tomatoes did you just pick? Said she don't even know her shirt was full of them. <laughs> yep, I have to bring you some. We got, she planted 23 tomato plants, everybody. Hmm. And we're going to tell you something we've done different this year with our tomatoes. I don't mean to get off. We're going to talk a little bit about food plotting here real quick. But we used Epsom salt on every one of our plants, mm-hmm. and it helped keep the blight down. Yeah, yeah, I've been doing that for years. Matter of fact, I think I told you about that. Uh, I've been doing that for years. Had an old timer tell me that several years ago, and I do too. You just put about a spoonful in the bottom of the hole before I put the plants in, hmm. and it helped keep yep. the blight down. But mine just burned up. I mean, it was just a matter of, you know, just not taking proper care of them. I guess. Yeah. Hey, I want to tell you all that we got a new episode coming out on uh, American Roots Outdoors TV on YouTube and also our website and the Hut Channel coming up. We got a new editor. Mr. Justin Sapp and Robin Sapp are going to be our new team members uh, January 1st, representing Central Missouri. 
and the name of our show is uh, Home Dirt 2. Home Dirt, and it's a hunt with me bow hunting and having encounters with bucks and deer, and I finally closed the deal on a three-and-a-half-year-old nine-point, and it's a pretty good hunt. It's going to be coming out here in September. So that being said, I want to share a tip with you all, and uh, I want to commend, first of all, Mr. Wayne Locke for planting my food plots. And, Wayne, did you know that that eagle seed is already coming up? Yeah, it's funny you said that because I was right before we got on the air, I was talking to Mike. I said I had finally walked back to my food plot uh, and uh, figuring, okay, let's see how it's growing because I wanted to put a row of uh, turnips down. And it, everything is so lush green. It's amazing. Best best looking food plot I've had in three years there. What's amazing that you didn't even cover my seed, but we got it right in front of a huge downpour. Yep. And it pushed the seed into the ground, and it was up in just three or four days. Yeah, it, and it's looking beautiful. So here's a tip I want to share with everybody. What made that food plot, these food plots come up so good, it was the timing. If you can plant your food plots, watch the radar, watch the news, and try to plant a day or two right before a huge rain. So that's a great tip for all of our listeners. Yeah, I want to add to that too, Alex. Uh, the best thing to do when you're looking for accurate weather information is listen to the radio. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all of our other networks, KAPE, KWOC, uh, KKOZ and KSMO. Yeah, absolutely. Get great weather. All right, time for us to go to break. We'll be back. More American Roots Outdoors Radio with Alex Rutledge and his friends coming up in just a moment. Hey, everybody. This is Michael Waddell with Bone Collector, and you're listening to my buddy Alex Rutledge on American Roots Outdoors, man. Wishing on some love. I've been on a big board for a while. I like load him in the back of my truck. We can take it to a holler. Hornady presents American Roots Outdoors Radio with Alex Rutledge and his friends. I'm Red Bull Mike Race. Uh, Wayne Locke is in the studio. Alex is on the line and a special guest. Alex, tell us who you've got there with you now. Well, i tell you what, folks. We've got an exciting guest on here. This young lady is on fire for the outdoors, and she does everything from everything imaginable in the outdoors. And that's what intrigued Mr. Wayne Locke about inviting her as a guest. Her name is Miss Jessica White. And she is with uh, Wonder of the Woman Outdoors. Am I right there, uh, Wayne? Uh, Wonder Woman Outdoors, yep. Wonder Woman Outdoors, there we have it. Miss Jessica's from uh, Andrews, and uh, Jessica, welcome to the show. Hi there, thank you so much for having me. Well, you're, you're welcome to be on here. And uh, I'm going to let Wayne kick this thing off, because he is your guest. He picked you out, so... Kick her off. <laughs> no pressure on my end now, right? <laughs> well, let's start off. Uh, Jessica is, you know, who is Jessica? I mean, where were you from? Where Where did you grow up at? And where did you go to school at? Oh, sure. So um, I've actually grown up most of my life in Overland Park, Kansas. So I'm pretty close to Kansas City. Um, go Chief. Oh, nope. go Chiefs. Yeah, absolutely right. <laughs> <laughs> I saw they just got their big rings the other day, so that's pretty cool. That is. Um, so, yeah, I grew up in this area. I still live close by. Um, I went to Shawnee Mission East High School. I am still currently in school at Johnson County Community College getting my associates in accounting. Um, I also work part-time at the Shields uh, in Overland Park in their firearms department, so I wanted to try and learn more about about guns because even though I've been shooting most of them my whole life, I still so much to learn. Um, yeah, and, and I just really have a huge passion for being outside, and, and I wanted to bring women with me. 
Yeah, so Jessica, I mean, uh, I guess that just answers my question. Why did you decide to do what you're doing uh, with your website and, and with trying to entice other women to get involved in the outdoors? Well, really, um, it's actually kind of a fun story. I, The reason I have been outdoors and my passion that's with that is both of my parents have been taking my sister and I outside for our whole lives, you know, where my dad is the hunting and the fishing. My mom was involved with us when it came to the Girl Scouts, and she's taken us on canoe trips. I've gone through caves, uh, repelling, um, done some really cool stuff. And once I kind of got into my early 30s, I realized that a lot of the people around me weren't doing these things and I wanted to find a group of people to share these experiences with and I was sitting in a turkey blind with my dad a few years ago and I was telling him you know I got on Google I can't find these like groups and I just really want to join a club or do something fun and try and meet some new people and he kind of well why don't you join the National Wild Turkey Federation and of course I Mm -hmm. had never heard of anything like that and I I think in that turkey blind, I emailed one of the reps and started getting involved. And that's just kind of how everything blew up. And I found out about all these organizations. And as I was getting involved with these things, I realized I was the only girl. Like, I was the only girl on these committees. I was the only girl coming to these events. And I was like, you know, where are all the other women? And they kind of urged me to see about making my own group so that I can put on events for women. And I honestly, somebody just kind of said, you know, Hey, you should name it Wonder Woman Kansas. And the next day, I think I had my website going. I was researching (laughs) Facebook pages and I just went for it. And I don't think I would have ever known that I would have been where I am today with just kind of sitting in a turkey blind and just being like, Dad, what do I do? How do I meet well, people? So There's two things I took out of what you just said. One, your dad's a very smart man. And two, you are not a procrastinator, are you? No. I mean, <laughs> I just, you know, I might not always be the idea person, but I do not hesitate when I hear something that sounds like a really great idea. I just, I just go for it and I make it happen. And that's just how we've been growing is because I just every day I'm doing something trying to work something trying to grow trying to meet trying to network and it's just been such a fun experience and I had no idea I had no idea that all these outdoor organizations and groups and people existed until I started getting into this and I'm just like well what if other women are like me they just have no idea where to start all right. these places that you can join, and I, I just try to hope open doors for women like I've gotten it for me. So. Yeah, and Alex, I'm, I'm sure you can uh, attest to the fact that many great ideas come out of sitting in a turkey blind, and that don't they? <laughs> right. They do out of a tree stand, a shooting house, or whatever. And that's the cool thing about hunting is that you know you don't have to hunt by yourself; you can hunt with other people. And I think the story that Jessica is sharing with us is a story that's going to intrigue others, you know, to get in the outdoors. And again, I'm going to want to commend Miss Jessica for what she's doing to inspire other hunters to get involved. And as we talking, Miss Jessica, before you come on, we would, I sent out a challenge to all TV shows out there listening to our podcast, our, our radio show, to see who can recruit the most young hunters to the industry. What a challenge. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I mean, it's definitely opened up, and it's it's just been such a great experience. And to your point, I mean, it's definitely sitting with my dad. You get a lot of time to reflect and and come up with ideas, and I just it's just such an exciting experience right now. All right, so Jessica, how how do and I'm, I'm sure there are going to be women listening to this program, or maybe guys that will go home and tell their wives or girlfriends or whoever sisters to, daughters uh, about your organization. So where and I know we'll get all the websites and all that stuff later, but uh, any woman out there that wants to become involved in your organization or join your group, how do they go about doing that? I mean, the best place I would suggest is Facebook. That's definitely where I am the most active and where I post a lot of upcoming things going on. And I can direct to the website through my Facebook. Um, it's definitely good to subscribe to my website because those people that are subscribed get the first, um, they get to know when things happen first. So they get like first dibs to some of the hunts that I've got going on or other events that I'm, I'm scheduling. And then I always post those on Facebook as well and try to share them as many pages. But yeah, you want to get involved, get on Facebook or, you know, definitely subscribe to my website. Well, that's awesome. Well, we're going to go to a break here. And when we come back, let's talk about some of those upcoming events that you do have going on and some of the past ones that you've done. You're listening to American sure. Reach Outdoors with Alex, Mike and Wayne. Right here, right now. This is Chancey Walters listening to American Roots Outdoors with Alex Rutledge, the Ozark Herd Bull. Creek, up a big old Hornady presents. Welcome back to American Roots Outdoors with Alex Rutledge. This is Wayne Locke, Mike Crace in the studio, and we have special guest with us, Jessica White from Wonder Woman, Kansas. Uh, Jessica, when we left off in the last segment, you were talking about uh, some of the events that you have upcoming, and let's talk about which ones you have upcoming and some of maybe some past ones that people would be want to be aware of. Absolutely. Um, you know, when I first started this group, uh, the biggest thing was I wanted to, you know, because women can be intimidated by hunting and shooting guns, and so they're not 100% prepared for that. So I made Wonder Woman. It's going to be involved all things outdoors. And so um, the biggest events that I do have coming up, um, very excited about. I think we're securing a, a trapping event in September. Still getting kind of the details for that, but I'm really wow. excited about that event because you know, I don't know much about it, and I feel like probably a lot of women also, and it's kind of, you know, I've always been kind of nervous about that situation, so I want to be more educated, and so this is going to be a really great learning experience. Um, then following up in November, I have a guided sandhill crane hunt, and if I do say so myself, I haven't seen any all-women sandhill crane pictures out there, so I am really excited to get 13 women in a blind to do this. Um, and then in October, it's a big event that I have established that I'm trying to make an annual that it's my owl event. It's called, um, the outdoor wonder woman life skills. Uh, it's just for a full day and some ladies can camp if they choose to. And the day event will usually include two to three, um, rotations of clinics that they can learn. Uh, so this coming will have kayaking, it'll have archery, and then a knot tying station. 
And then we'll all come together and do like a Dutch oven class and hopefully some stargazing. And then ladies can camp if they'd like to. And that's going to be out in Manhattan at the Tuttle Creek State Park. Um, awesome. So that's kind of what's going on this year. Yeah. Hey, Alex, that goes right with what you're always saying is that it, instead of just being a hunter that hunts one animal, to be a complete rounded about, roundabout outdoorsman is always going to make you more successful in life. That is correct, Red uh, Wayne. And I also want to say this, and I'm saying this to be funny, but I think I'm going to put on a wig to get in on that cooking class. <laughs> <laughs> you aren't the first person to say that they identify and want to be a Wonder Woman. <laughs> well, I'm telling you, the Dutch oven class, now I want to learn some stuff on that. I've eaten some food out of them Dutch ovens when they cover them with coals and put them in the ground and all that. The food just got a different flavor. Wouldn't you agree? Oh, yeah, it's fantastic. You know, I've been a judge for a local Dutch oven cooking contest for like 10 years in a row, and this year they didn't have it because of the COVID-19. And, and I'm missing a pot roast cooked in one of those Dutch ovens. And the cobblers you can make in those Dutch ovens are phenomenal. Wayne, I, that was the first thing I mentioned when you told me who was coming on. We were talking earlier. is I saw on your website that they were doing some Dutch oven classes. And I was like, oh, my goodness. That's something I want to do. Uh, so, uh I think the really cool thing here, Alex, is the fact, as Wayne just alluded to, that that it's not just hunting and fishing. It's all aspects of the outdoors. And I assume, Jessica, that's so you can get more women involved because some women might want to do the Dutch oven cooking or learn to do that uh, and maybe aren't interested in going turkey hunting or going deer hunting. Or maybe they want to learn to shoot guns and not interested in the Dutch oven cooking. There's always something and a wide variety of things for people to do. Yeah, that's exactly right. I just wanted to open it up to more women. And, you know, as these women participate, you because know, I do hear a lot of women, they say that they want to learn to shoot guns, but they're not ready. But, hey, come join us on these other clinics that I do. It could just be a Dutch oven cooking class. And then you bond with the other women there because we all know that the biggest thing with women and us being together is we're very encouraging of, of each other. There's no judgment. We're very supportive. And so have a good time, bond, make some good friends, and then, you know, we'll build up to some of those other things that you've been nervous about. So, you know, hey, we'll Dutch oven and we'll go hiking and kayaking. And then when you're ready, we can go to some, do some sporting clay shooting or we can do some basic handgun shooting, you know, and, and we'll just we'll just build up to that. Now, do you guys do any CCW classes at all? Um, I have not done that. I do have a, a ladies only hunters education class coming up. Um, but I do not have the concealed and carry quite yet, but I, I had been suggested that it'd be good to have both, you know, you and your spouse and something like that. So that's still something I'm trying to learn, but okay. totally would be a game to do something like that for sure. Oh yeah. Right, so Jessica, as, as women get involved, I mean, can they be in, do they have to be involved in everything or, or can they pick and choose what they want to, what they want to participate in? And, and also, um, you know, you haven't said anything about numbers. I mean, how many, how many people do you have that belong to your organization now? Um, well, so I, I like to open up to all ages. You know, sometimes people misunderstand Wonder Woman that they're, you know, you have to be closer to my age. So, you know, I, I'm a hundred percent supportive of getting the younger generation out because that's where I started. So I think it's really important. Um, and then, yeah, you, I just put on the clinics and you come to the ones that you want to come to and don't go to the ones you don't. I mean, I hope I see repeats at a lot of the clinics, but 
like we kind of said earlier, a lot of women, they like to do the upland hunting. So they come to all of my shotgun shooting clinics and they don't have a lot of interest in the other stuff. So yeah, I mean, this is totally open for any female, whatever they want to choose. If they would decide that they love it and they'd come to everything, that's, you know, even better. Um, right now I just reached, um, 2000 on Facebook, which is a huge accomplishment for me. Um, and then I probably have about 200 subscribers on my website. That's fantastic. Is there a charge to subscribe to the website and, and is there a charge to participate in the events? Uh, no charge to be um, a part of my group. Um, and then the, the event, it all just depends on what's going on. So I really, really try to look for affordable um, events that a lot of people can come to because we do have to, you know, there's a lot of fees that come into hunting. You have to make sure that you have your, your hunting license and the proper permits for all of those things. And then there, there could be travel time. So it just depends. Some things that I can get, you know, could potentially be free or some other things might be a small charge. That way I can cover, you know, your food costs, or your lodging or things like that. So, but I always try to keep it real reasonable. Now, do you see a lot of women? Uh, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry, Alex, go ahead. prediction for Jessica real quick. Okay. Jessica, you are headed in the right direction to, be can- to become a leader with Shields or any major retail store to lead groups of women. Uh, that's my prediction with you. You're going to get, you're going to climb the ladder at Shields if you stay with them or somebody else is going to hire you. I mean, I, I, I sure hope so. I mean, I, I definitely, the support, I mean, it's, you know, cause right now I'm just starting myself and, you know, for a long time I was just doing this by myself and my mom has really stepped in and she's helped me with a ton. I mean, I couldn't do it without her and the support of my family and a lot of friends. I mean, a lot of people have come in to give me ideas and, and to, to be involved. And it's been so huge, but I could always definitely the support, um, you know, I always try to do giveaways for women because sometimes it's hard to find women items for outdoors. So I try to do giveaways and, and if, if I get donations and things like that, um, we will have our 501c3 started next year and that's going to open up a lot of doors for me too. And that's something we're working toward. And I, I just hope it grows and grows and we have chapters in every state and, and Wonder Woman is the, women outdoor group of the United States. <laughs> I, think I think that's fantastic. And we got to go to a break here. And uh, before we go to the break, I just wanted to, to say, and, and I was going to ask about the fact that do you, do you hope that this expands? And, and because we could see, I mean, the Wonder Woman Kansas is actually Wonder Woman KS when you go to the website, right. correct? Yes. Yeah. So uh, you got to be looking forward to Wonder Woman MO and Wonder Woman AR and, I mean, it, this is this, Alex. I think this is something that just could go nationwide. Well, I would probably throw. Passion, you can hear her voice, and she uh, she is self motivated, and she's a true leader. I can I can see it in our conversation. And uh, Shields, if you're listening, you need to look at this girl to let her climb the ladder. She's a great leader for your business. Now, we need to go to break. We'll have more American Roots Outdoors Radio. Our guest is Jessica White from WonderWomanKansas.com. And we will have more right after this. Hi, everybody. This is Aaron Tippin, and you're listening to my old buddy, Alex Rutledge, with American Roots Outdoors. Passed on down, planted deep in the ground around your heart. So you never got to worry what the wind might do. America. 
Hornady presents American Roots Outdoors Radio with Alex Rutledge and his friends. Welcome back, everybody. We're talking to Jessica White from Wonder Woman Outdoors. Wonder Woman's Kansas dot uh, com is the website, and then you can find. And Jessica, we didn't say earlier it's the Facebook page. Is it also Wonder Woman KS? Um, no, it's Kansas spelled out. I think the okay. best way to find it when you do a search is Kansas Wonder Woman. But yeah, everything is spelled out. Okay. Yeah, and folks need and, and you do need to specify it, or we need to specify it. It's Wonder W A N D E R instead, yes. of, instead yep. of Wonder. Correct. She's not nope. wearing the gold belt and the bracelets. So right. Yes. Yeah. Not like not like Linda Carter's Wonder Woman. Right. It's wander like you're out wandering around. Yes. All right. So yes, here, we're wandering outdoors. Yeah, there you go. So Alex, you know, I think the, the something we could do, I think, for Jessica, that could uh, help her organization grow, and I think that you and I and, and Wayne, we know somebody uh, that could uh, really get interested in what Jessica is doing, and that's Miss Brenda Valentine. I think we ought to work on getting Brenda connected with Jessica, unless. Jessica, you already know Brenda. I have not met Brenda. I did listen to your segment with her, though, and I was very inspired and definitely went on her Facebook page and looked all around. It was very cool to listen to her. And so, Alex, don't you think that'd be, I mean, we could do that for her and and I think would be a great help to Jessica as she continues with her mission. I think anything we can do in networking to help Jessica would be an attribute to help her, yes. And, And Brenda Valentine, what a great person. Uh, what a great leader and legend in the outdoors industry. She's done so much for the industry. But, uh, you know, we've had a very good show with her, and we'll, we'll wrap it up the fourth segment here in this segment. But uh, I, I think the question I have for you is, who was your mentor other than your dad? And as a mentor, what was the first hunt and trip you ever went on? Other than my dad, I mean, he's been my main primary person my entire life um you know um until recently you know because he's the one that introduced me to turkey and deer and you know i've been a turkey hunter my entire life that's my passion and then in the last few years was my first time ever going out waterfowl hunting and then i got to go pheasant hunting for the very first time just by myself with a friend so I mean, it's so hard. You know, I've had a lot of people guide me, but truly, I have to give props to my father. I mean, Beautiful. both my mom and my dad are the reason that my sister and I have spent so much time. I mean, that was just normal our whole lives, camping and going out every weekend during turkey season to to really get down on that tom. And yeah, um, and I just yeah, I mean, I just have to I have to give them the full credit. Uh, if I sit here and I think about some of the most memorable, it's definitely turkey hunting. My dad and I, before, you know, blinds were a big popular thing. We would sit in a little chair on the side of a field, I mean, for hours. And my dad is not someone to sit if a bird is not coming to you. So there's been a lot of times where we have moved to the birds and you can hear them, but they've, you know, they're stuck somewhere. And there was this one time we crawled on our bellies into the middle of a field to try and get closer. And all of a sudden the turkey started coming toward us. And I'll never forget, we're laying on our stomachs in the middle of this field with nothing around us. My dad goes, okay, Jessica, don't freak out, but they're going to come. They might walk on you. And I'll never forget seeing these two turkey legs right by my face walking by. And I'm just thinking, <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, man. the experience ever. And, yeah, they didn't even know we were there. They just walked on by and kept moving. And then we scooted back to where we were sitting. Um, it was the most 
intense experience of my life. Did you get an opportunity to harvest one of those birds? I think that was the weekend that I actually harvested my first tom, and I actually, my dad um, sent that the specs for that, and I got a certificate in the mail for my big tom that I ever killed on my own. Awesome. That's cool. That's a really cool story. It was neat. Alex, you were going to say something? Yeah, I was just going to say, uh, I bet your heart was pounding and it was up in your throat. Any any time there are birds in my view, my heart is pounding. So <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a real passion well, for you. Are you're just all about the spring gobblers? Oh yes, I mean it's just even you're getting out of your car and you can hear gobbles before the sun comes up. I mean you just you're just so ready. Like I said, I mean that's what I grew up on. It's just it's awesome, and I've only just started hunting completely by myself the last couple of years and that's been a really cool experience too but i still even even by myself i'll be calling or texting my dad okay dad i see a turkey what do i do do i move do i sit do i go like <laughs> well i tell you what you go to our website we have turkey calls we have diaphragm turkey calls alligators crow calls box calls slate calls and glass calls you can go to our website at www.americanrootsoutdoors.com and check out all of our calls. I think you'll really, really like them, Jessica. Oh, yes. I would, you know, I definitely, because I've got one of those push calls right now, and, you know, that actually gives me ideas. It would be really good to put on a women's clinic on the different calls and how to do them, because I am not so grand at the box call, but I would really like to learn more. Yeah, well, we do clinics. Uh, Our team members on our team, we travel and do seminars and, church appearances, school appearances, et cetera. So who knows what may happen in the future. Maybe Wayne can come and do a turkey clinic for y'all. Well, heck yeah. And and you're, you're actually talking to Alex, who's a national champion. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, well, and, 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 the only re- and the only reason that he's not still a national champion is because he doesn't compete anymore. Let's put it that way. Right. There's a lot of great callers out there, and I tell you what, the NWTF has been a great organization, and I want to say a special thanks to them for, for my career. It's helped me get into areas that I normally would never get into if it wasn't for them and winning the National Gobbling Championship and other titles as well. But uh, I've always been a huge supporter of the NWTF. But the last couple of years, I haven't got to do seminars at, any, at the convention. I've usually been a guest speaker for the last 18 years, so... We'll see what happens in the future, but the NWTF is a great organization. And again, uh, we just got a few minutes left here in this segment, and then we're going to go to the bonus segment. But I want to thank you again for being on this show, and I, I want to thank you for being a great inspiration to everybody, not just women, for what you're doing trying to recruit new hunters. Yes, no problem. I, I it's just it's been so much fun to do this. I, I can't imagine it being any other way right now. Uh, Jessica, one more question here, and we do have to wrap it up here pretty quick. Uh, but uh, do, you, do you? I know when you talk to the other women that become involved in your organization and, and in the clinics and things that you're doing, do you find that they uh, they are there at the suggestion of their their husbands or their boyfriends or you know somebody in their life, or are they there because uh, I want to start hunting with my husband, but he won't take me because I don't know anything. So I'm here to try and learn. I mean, what, 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 what do you hear from the women that are coming to your events? Oh, I mean, that, that's so funny you say that. I, actually, 
in the beginning, I almost, the men were a huge support of this. I mean, they were like all about it. They, they were taking my cards and like, I'm going to give this to my wife when I get home. And, and so, yeah, I mean, and I think it's just that it's not really like, I don't think that I've heard any people say, Oh, my husband won't take me because I don't know how it's more like, I think that they would really, really enjoy this. And then when I am with women, the biggest thing is, is that they struggle to learn from their spouses. And I mean, and I think that comes with anything, you know, mm-hmm. you're trying to learn it, to drive a stick shift from your husband or your boyfriend. And the next thing you know, you're like storming out of the car. Like I can't do this. With you. <laughs> so, I mean, I think it's, it all just kind of, it, it's the same thing, you know, when it comes to guns and some of those other activities, it just kind of is hard to learn what from somebody that you're incredibly close with. And so, you know, and like I said earlier, women are very encouraging and supportive and you kind of just get to relax. And so something that you are nervous and intimidated about, all of a sudden you get with these other women that are probably the same level as you, all of a sudden you're learning really well, you're excited about it and, and you're, and you're doing a good job. I mean, women will be shooting. They're like, I've been shooting with my husband all, you know, all these years. And then I came here and did this clinic and this is the best I've shot. And, you know, and I'm just, it's so exciting. And, and it does come. I think there's women that have spouses that do hunt and everything, and they do want to learn more so that they could participate with them. Um, I just had a friend recently. Uh, she told me that she she wants to try more, but it's been really hard to learn with him. But she, and she said, if you didn't have this for me to access, I wouldn't be able to do this at all. And I was just that hit me right in the field. So. I know that it's been a big impact for a lot of women to, to try these things. Yeah, and I can I can relate with the the, the women have problems learning from their husbands because my wife here about three years ago decided she wanted to learn to shoot, and we've always had guns, and I've always hunted it all since we've been married. But she never showed much of an interest, and then she decided to, she wanted to start shooting. So I taught her all the gun safety and and how to load the twenty two and 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 to shoot safely and, and all those things. Uh, but I found out that once she starts shooting. It's best for me just to go somewhere else and do something else until she's done. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Folks, we want to say thank you for joining us on the the, uh, American Retailers Radio Show today. Jessica, thank you for being with us. And again, tell people how they can connect with you uh, on the World Wide Web or, I mean, maybe some other way as well. Yeah. um, Well, my website is wanderwomanks.com. Um, if you're not on social media, you know, obviously that's a great place to go because that's where I update all of my events and activities that I'm doing. And then I'm very active on Facebook, which is Kansas Wonder Woman, and that's W-A-N-D-E-R. <laughs> awesome. Uh, thank you, Jessica, Alex, Mike. Uh, again, everybody, to listen to the bonus segment, you got to tune into the podcast. Just go to your favorite podcast carrier, type in American Roots Outdoors, and you're going to find us, listen to us, and make sure you leave us a review when you get there. Again, you've been listening to American Roots Outdoors with Alex, Mike, and Wayne. And like we say here at American Roots, when your roots run deep and strong, there's no reason to fear the wind. So you never got to worry what the wind joining us for today's American Roots Outdoors Radio with Alex Rutledge. You can find us on Facebook. Look us up on the World Wide Web at AmericanRootsOutdoors.com. We'll be back again next week on this great radio station. Hornady presents...
Welcome back to American Roots Outdoors with Alex Rutledge. This is Wayne Locke, Mike Chris in the studio, and we have Jessica White on the phone with us. Uh, if you're listening to this, that means you're on the podcast. We appreciate you being on the podcast, checking us out, and make sure you leave us a review. Reviews are greatly appreciated. Plus, when you leave a review, you're going to be entered in for a contest to win some great merchandise. Jessica, when we left off, we were talking about a whole bunch of issues, and I know Alex has something he's been dying to talk to you about on this bonus segment. Alex, go ahead. Yeah, you're from Overland Park, Kansas. I want to share a quick story with you. Wayne and I hunted Overland Park suburbs uh, where we had the right to hunt. You know where St. Mary's Hospital is? Yes. Okay, you know there's a big building there with a huge parking lot, and there's a big bean and cornfield right there by St. Mary's? Uh-huh. We had permission to hunt that. We got a friend named Mr. Bob England. He farms all that land there. We went in and set up a ground blind. We found a 180-inch deer there, another 160-inch eight-pointer, and we set our ground blind up in there, and we filmed every bit of it from time scouting to hunting it, and we got harassed by cops three different times. Asked us what we was doing there. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and it, it was it was frustrating because we had great footage of sunset behind this I got this great footage of the sun setting behind this hundred and eighty inch whitetail the day before we were going in. And I'm like, oh, this is going to be just the cat's meow when we get in here in the morning. And, of course, the morning came, and you had the, you know, 140-inch come in, not too small. 150-inch come in, still not that 180. Then, like Alex said, that we had that 160 come in and that 180 right behind it. Then all of a sudden, we see this police officer with these lights coming, and we're like, why is he driving so slow looking at us? <laughs> and this, it's, it's, it's two women, wasn't it? Yeah, it ended up two being women, two women. And, yeah. still asking us what we're doing with their, holding on to their guns. Like right. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And that was, uh, that, yeah, had they shown up just five minutes later, uh, Alex would have had a 180-inch deer sitting in the back of his truck. They messed us oh, up. Oh, shucks. But anyway. That's our story with Overland Park. We got lots of friends there. I got a friend that's an attorney up there, and he's done some work for me. His name's Patrick Batero. If he's listening, uh, Batero, Moorfield, Cuban and Young, who he used to work for, now he has his own practice, but Pat Batero, he lives on the State Line Road. He owns the old Boy Scouts farm there. You may know where that farm's at. Yes, yes, yes. Yep, that's Pat Batero's land, him and his wife and family. But anyway, uh, back to you. Miss um, Jessica White, everybody, if you just join us, the bonus segment, uh, I want you to share some, some things why you think women should join an organization like Wonder Woman Outdoors. Well, I mean, especially with what's going on right now, I mean, it's a great time to go outside. I mean, it's just, it just, it it's just a different experience being able to do outdoor activities. I mean, during the pandemic when I was, you know, we had to be at home, um, I started learning how to forage in my own backyard. Um, you know, it, it just is a sense of accomplishment when you do these really cool things. You know, the owl event, for example, um, you know, the, the kayaking and the archery, but, you know, the, the really cool one that we're starting is the knot tying. And, that's something that my mom is going to help teach. And not only do you need to know knots in your outdoor stuff, I mean, shoot, I had to learn a knot just to be able to pull the dough that I harvested a couple years ago out of an area so that I could load it up into a truck. Um, but they're going to learn how to make a rope bridge. Um, so it's very interactive. 
and it just, you know, you make friends. I mean, it's, I, I have a lot of friends that I haven't even met yet that have been really supportive of Wonder Woman and we've been connecting on social media and, I mean, who wouldn't want to just make these lifelong friends with people that you can you can experience things like this with and and get involved and like it's just it's just different when we do these things outdoors and we're we're shooting, we're hunting, the the atmosphere and the feelings is just the attitudes. It's it's just hard to explain. I mean, we're we're having so much fun, and then you have these amazing stories that you get to go home with and. I mean, you can't really experience that at doing other things. And I just want to encourage women that, you know, not only are you going to learn some really cool stuff, but you're, you're going to have stories, you're going to have great memories, and you're going to make friends. And I can promise you that. You know, Jessica, I, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, and, and, but, but this sounds to me like, uh, on an extreme level, Girl Scouts for adult women. Oh, sure. I mean, yeah, I... I was in Girl Scouts for a while when I was younger, and we mm-hmm. did. We learned life skills. I mean, everything that I do has a learning experience that comes with it. I mean, I don't necessarily have patches for everybody, but <laughs> sure, sure. we certainly, um, I want everyone to leave. You know, it's it's not just, hey, let's go do a kayaking thing. You know, you're going to learn how to get into the kayak safely. You're going to learn parts of the kayak. You're going to, you know, the first time I got in a kayak, I was holding the paddle upside down. I had no idea. So, you know, we want you to be successful because then ultimately when you are successful, you, you've learned something now that you can go out and do on your own. You can teach others. Maybe you have children that you, you know, you want to learn how to fish. You want to take your children fishing. You now know how to tie a knot, how to put the worm on the hook and how to take a fish off of a hook, and you can teach your kids to do that, and that's just the ultimate goal. I want I want women to be confident with the things that they learn and be able to go and do it more, you know, on their own. Yeah, you brought up children, so I, I got two two part question here for you. Uh, one, are you finding a lot of single moms coming to this? And part two would be, do you ever have mother daughter combinations join your events? Um. Yes, I, I've 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 single and mothers with kids, and then and I've I've had them ask you know events that they couldn't possibly bring their children, and and you know most of them aren't going to be a lot of young kid events that I do, but you know like last year I did a repel workshop where we camped at Truman Lake for a whole weekend, and we had different segments for kids to be able to learn how to repel, and it was really really cool. So, in, and then um, I have had mothers and their daughters come to some of my events, and I actually hope in the future to put on specifically a mother-daughter event, and there will be events that can bring your younger kids, you know, both, you know, female and male. So, the, there's so much. I mean, there's so much we can do and so much planned, um, and I want to open it up for everybody. But, yeah, my main focus is, is women. Um, I'm single and no kids, so... That's kind of why I think I relate more to that. Okay, you everybody hear that? She's single, no kids, and she hunts. Okay, I just had to get that in there real quick before we uh, the podcast closes. That's all. <laughs> so if there's any single men out there that love to hunt and fish, you need to look up Jessica White, everybody. 
<laughs> oh no, her phone is going to blow up. up. I should maybe clarify. I'm not married. I'm not married, but I am oh. seeing somebody. Oh, okay. Okay. well, that changes everything. I'm, I'm not married yet. My boyfriend is going to kill me. <laughs> Don't bother everybody. She's got a boyfriend. So. I do. I do. I I mostly meant that you know I'm I'm still you know I'm not, I'm unmarried and no children. Yeah, and, I, and I've seen a picture of him. He's nobody you want to mess around with. So guys, just don't yeah. bother calling or texting. <laughs> but he's one lucky man. I'll tell you that. Uh, he better think so. <laughs> well, Jessica, we're we're. Uh, thank you. Go ahead. Yeah, we want to thank you for being on the show. Unless Wayne's got more questions. No, that's all I had. Uh, I'm just going to wrap it up here. And uh, Jessica, we all want to thank you for joining us. Uh, I'm sure everybody's going to enjoy this episode, that's for sure. And I'm going to put all your links on our podcast page so that uh, people can click on it, go directly to your Facebook page. They'll go directly to your uh, uh, website, and they'll be able to get a hold of you. And if they got any questions, I'm sure you're going to be getting people reaching out to you. And uh, hopefully these events are going to continue on. And I, like Alex said earlier, and Mike, I'm, I can almost guarantee, because we can hear the enthusiasm in your voice, that this is going to grow. And I, I foresee in the future, I agree with them, there's going to be chapters in every state coming up. Oh, yeah. I sure hope so. That is the ultimate goal. Well, there you have it, folks. Miss Jessica White with Wonder Woman Outdoors. Follow her, check her out, support her. And if you're a woman outdoors person or want to get involved, contact Jessica. Again, thanks for listening to American Roots Outdoors radio and podcast with Wayne Locke, Redbone Mike Crace, Alex Rutledge, and our special guest, Miss Jessica White. And remember, everybody, share the outdoors with somebody you love or maybe you don't love. Still get them outdoors. Vote right coming in November. Protect our rights. And remember, when your roots run deep and strong, there's no reason to fear the wind. <laughs>